And now, the starting lineup for your JMB Sports Podcast for Kids. He puts the J in JMB, hailing from the Washington, D.C. area. When he's not on the baseball field, he's behind the mic. Shades! Hailing from Georgia, he may be little brother, but when it comes to sports, he's got some big knowledge. Matthew! He's a big brother, soccer player extraordinaire, also hailing from Georgia, Benjamin! Ladies and gentlemen, your JMB Sports Podcast for Kids starts now. I'm Jake. I'm Matt. And I'm Ben. Thanks for tuning into our show. On this episode, we will go over the latest sports news. Break down what you might have missed. And highlight what is going on off the field in sports. All this coming up on the JMB Sports Podcast for Kids. We're going to start off with the NFL playoffs. In the divisional round, the first game Saturday at 4.30, the Bengals barely defeated the Titans with a pick in the with 20 seconds to go in the game, which led to a game-winning field goal off an amazing catch by Jamar Chase. And then the late game, the 49ers surprisingly beat the Packers, even though it was a low-scoring affair of 13-10, to 10, with a game-winning field goal, field goal by Robbie Gold. Then on Sunday, the Rams played the Buccaneers. It was the best game I'd seen then, and because the Buccaneers came back from being down 27 to 3 to make it 27 to 27. And then Matthew Stafford found Cooper mm-hmm. Cup for like 50 yard pass, which led to a game winner by Matt Gay. But then the late game was amazing. It was a back and forth battle. And it was under two minutes. There were over 20 points. Gabriel Davis had four touchdowns. Into over 200 yards. It was a crazy battle. And the Bills scored a touchdown with 13 seconds to go up by three. But then the Chiefs wouldn't give up and completed two passes to Tyreek Hill and then to Travis Kelsey to set up a game-tying field goal to force overtime. But And then in overtime, they won the toss, and Mahomes eventually connected with Travis Kelsey to set up the game-winning touchdown. For my predictions for the conference round, this round, I predict the Bengals to beat the Chiefs in a high-scoring affair, but just barely edge out the Chiefs. And I predict that the Bengals will beat them 27-24. And then the 49ers-Rams game, I predict the 49ers to win because the 49ers have beat the Rams in six straight games. And that... I don't think that'll end today. I mean, tomorrow. I don't think that'll end tomorrow. So I'm picking 49ers, 27 to uh, 21. Ben, how about you? Um, I have the Bengals upsetting the Chiefs. When you have a rookie like Jamar Chase playing the way he's playing, and when you have a really good running back like Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow making all the passes, and then Trey Hendrickson doing super well on defense, I think they have a shot. They just got to keep making sure that 
and every time that they can, they get the points because points are going to be key to victory. And I think that they'll come up on top. And I think that the Rams are going to knock off the hot 49ers. The 49ers, I get it. They knocked off the number one Packers. They knocked off the number three Cowboys. But think about it. Were any of those teams super teams like the Rams? And the answer is no. And the Rams are just too um, good to lose to the 49ers. Matt? Okay. So in my prediction of the conference, I think so the Chiefs and the Bengals. Well, you know, Bengals are going to be passing to uh, Jamar Chase a lot. Jamar Chase a lot because, you know, he's been doing really good this season. He's got a lot of receptions, and he's a really good player from L- coming out of LSU. I think that the Bengals will um, overcome – or, no, the Chiefs will still overcome the Bengals 31-24, to 24, and then you've got the Rams and the 49ers. I think the Rams will just knock off the 49ers 27-24. Ben? Um, and Big Ben's retirement party is here. The Chief, if you were um, looking on the media, the Chiefs before that game uh, told Ben Roethlisberger to come down to um, Kansas City for his retirement party. Uh, like they were going to send him home, which they did. Uh, Big Ben, he's an icon He's an amazing player, but it was time for him to hit the rock. He he was not. It's just the he's done. Tom Brady retires after 22 seasons in the NFL, but then coming out of the media, people saying he might not retire. So it's crazy decision. Will. Tom Brady retire after 22 seasons in the NFL, including the Patriots and the Buccaneers. Those were his two big teams. Jacob? Well, yeah, that's crazy that Tom Brady retired. That was also kind of unexpected, but actually kind of expected because 22 seasons, that's a pretty long career. And also, Tom Brady won seven Super Bowls, and he he now holds a lot of the records. Yeah. I'm mad that Joe Judge called the football team a clown organization because the football team is my team, and I don't like when someone picks on our name and just calls us a clown organization. The Washington football team announced its football – will announce its football name on Wednesday. Yeah, I can't wait for them to announce it. What do you think it will be, Jacob? I think it'll be like the Red Wolves. I hope it's the Red Wolves. That sounds like a really cool name. Um, Matt? Well, I think since so many people are saying, I think it's going to be called the Washington Commanders. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. I have to second Matt because I do like the name the Red Wolves, but I but the Timberwolves have all rights to any wolf's name and because the nfl is like 
more people, I think, would watch the NFL Wolves over the um, NBA Wolves. They don't want to give the um, football team that name. Oh, well, yeah, you make a good point there. Also, Seahawks thinking about trading away Russell Wilson. That's a big call. Yeah, and I and I have reasons to support that they should trade him. Um, Russell Wilson's wife wants to go to a big city, and there's talk that maybe he'll be traded to Chicago. The problem with him going to Chicago is Chicago has is probably not going to keep Justin Fields if they have Russell Wilson. Um, but there is reasons why the Seahawks would do it. It would free up a lot of cap space. And he's 32 years old, 33 years old. So it's not like he's getting any younger. And that's not very good because you need young quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, but maybe Russell, there's a chance that Russell Wilson will try and be a Tom Brady or a Ben Roethlisberger. But if you ask me, by the time he's their age, I think he's going to fall down to more of a Ben Roethlisberger than a Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that Russell Wilson, I feel like they shouldn't trade him. I mean, they had him for so long that he, like, knows the franchise. And also, um, Russell Wilson, I think that Seattle's a pretty, like, big city also. So, because his wife wants to move to a big city. I think Seattle's a big city. They also have done a lot in the community there in Seattle. So, I think they'll want to stay maybe because of that also. Yeah, and um, in the NBA, the Cavaliers are having a comeback season. After last season, they didn't make the playoffs. They're having an amazing year now. They already have more wins than they had last year, which is pretty amazing considering that they're now in third place in the Eastern Conference. Like last year, they had 22 wins, and they already have 30 wins, which is amazing. It's a comeback year. Jared Allen and Darius Garland. They're having amazing seasons also. What about Joshua? Um, are Stephen, are Stephen Curry's shooting woes a bad sign for the Golden State Warriors? Um, I don't know. I mean, his shooting's getting a little off. Not, not his, um, not his shooting percentage he had to start off the year. I mean, Maybe that's going to cause something that's going to happen to the Warriors, so we'll see about that. In the NHL, the Caps crushed the Dallas Stars 5 nothing, And also, um, the Caps are now fourth in the division, behind the Rangers, Hurricanes, and then the Penguins are in first. Uh, um, Ovechkin, at 36 years old, is leading the league in points. That's an old thing. Now, you're not going to be expecting all these old people in hockey to make those um, amount of points because you're usually going to see all um, the young people starting to rise up and get higher and higher. But you don't, you're not going to see a lot of old people 
get still getting better and better. And that that that's the type of player um Ovechkin can be and he, he's really strong. And also TJ Oshie suffers an upper body injury. A big thing that's gonna happen to the um Capitals. Yeah, that's um a big hit for the Caps. And in uh, NCAA basketball, the Auburn Tigers are ranked number one in the country in men's basketball. Really surprising. And also in men's basketball, Indiana beat Maryland for the first time in their home stadium since they joined the conference. Also in the NCAA women's basketball, South Carolina is ranked number one. Stanford's falls at number two, NC State at number three, and Tennessee at number four. Yeah, South Carolina just keeps dominating the women's basketball. Nobody looks to come close. And as you can see, which happens not very often, we've said it before, without Paige Beckers, Connecticut is not near the top five. They are Without Paige Beckers, they're nowhere. Well, yeah, like, yes, last time close, but then when Paige Beckers is gone, UConn is just going to lower their stats every time because they get less points every time because Paige Beckers led the team. Yeah, Connecticut ranked 10 in the country now. Um, And then Richmond is going up against TCU. Big matchup. Wow. Uh, TCU has been putting up some things that you're not going to see a lot from, and you're not going to see them playing great basketball a lot. And now we come into tennis's Australian Open, which has been big. Women's just finished. Um, I think Nadal will beat Medvedev in the men's finals of the Australian Open, which has been a big upset thing. Like so much things have just popped out that you won't see a lot. Oh well, I think that Medvedev will beat Nadal because even though there have been upsets, well, they still have rankings, and Medvedev seems to be a person to beat in this Australian Open. What happened? Um, I also think Medvedev's gonna come up on top because when um you have a player who beat Djokovic. I think he has a shot against Nadal. Wait. Um, what do you think about Djokovic? Because he's not allowed in the Australian Open. He's not even allowed in Australia because he's not vaccinated. And I think that he should get vaccinated because he's really missing out on an Australian Open that he should be able to go to. Yeah, and um, also, I think that he should get vaccinated because... um. When uh, he's missing out on an Australian Open, that now Nadal has a chance of tying with 21 with him again, um, instead of Djokovic being able to make it to the finals and possibly winning again to make it 22. Um, well, what I was thinking is Djokovic, well, he... He should have done the right thing and gotten vaccinated before because he could have spread it spread it to the whole um country of Australia. 
Um, so he should have gotten vaccinated. Australia was doing the right thing and didn't allow him to go into the things or to the um, Australian Open because then he would he could spread it to the whole um, to Australia and then it could just the numbers could get high again. So I think Australia did the right thing, but Djokovic should get vaccinated. Yeah. And also in the women's side, Ashley Barty won the Australian Open, and her reaction was amazing. She was just so happy to win an Australian Open. She was the number one seed going into it. So what do you think? Um. Well, her reaction was really big because although she, I mean, she won the Wimbledon, although she, she – She's not gonna usually get these chances because that was a big opportunity opportunity she took and she is just great and she is just really good and that's one reason why how she took that win. Yeah, and then the men's final we already talked about Nadal is going up against Medvedev. A huge basket hand for Medvedev, but he already beat Djokovic. In the U.S. Open, now can he knock off another icon in the name Nadal? Well, I think Nadal knows how. Um, Nadal has the experience. Manal, or Medvedev has like three or two, but although he has two, or he has one championship, he's a defending winner. But do you think he could beat Nadal? I think Nadal is gonna do it. Last year, he had, he um suffered an injury so i think this year he's been ready and he's gonna win the final yeah and um on february 3rd the winter olympics are starting they're gonna be in china this year and do you think that they should have the olympics because i don't really think they should have the olympics because COVID is really bad right now yeah so the olympics might be a bad idea it might be a bad idea, but with but it like with all of the people. Uh, oh, they're not selling tickets to the Olympics. Um, so that way it can't. I mean, the athletes are still going. Um, with like are still doing it, but there are they are not selling tickets, so. That does help out with the COVID case. Well, if they want to have the Olympics, that's that that's a good thing that they're not selling tickets. But I think they should only allow people that are vaccinated in because if you're not vaccinated, you're just going to keep spreading it, and then well, fans can never come in to well, anything there. there so, even if you are vaccinated, you still shouldn't because just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean that you can't get. It. Or you wear a mask. You can wear a mask even when you're doing the Olympics. It's not going to bother just to put on your mask during the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. but there's also the fact that there's not too many people that actually wear the masks. Well, it is cold, so it also helps for warmth on your mask. And um, so what's your favorite winter sports to watch? I really like speed skating. They're, the Netherlands team is so fast. They're really fun to watch. Even though I do root for USA and everything, I just really like to watch Netherlands. 
I think that uh, I really like the um, the skeleton. Uh, I, it's really cool. Um, it's pretty. It must be pretty scary for the athletes, but I really like to watch it. I think um, I think it's gonna be China skeleton who's gonna. Um, I really like that because you don't see a lot coming from China in these really um in these sports but i think they can win yeah but, uh yeah okay um back to the football side matt you want to give your top five draft picks all right, it's my top five draft picks. Let's see. Number one, you got Matt Coral coming out of Ole Miss. I've been really ready for him. Lots of things, including me saying he's going to be an early first rounder. That's why I picked him to be number one in my draft picks. Um, then you got Kenny Pickett in number two, who's um, coming out of Pittsburgh. I think he's it's going to be a great player. I mean... There's one thing that I really don't like at him. He took the game against Michigan State and just let it. He didn't even play in it because he thought, well, I need rest. They, I don't have to look bad for the um, for people to draft me. That is not that, That's not what you want to do because that's just letting your team down, and that's probably one reason why Michigan State overcame them. Number three, Kayvon Thievok or Thievok. I think we'll do it because he, he's been a great player coming out of Oregon. He's a really good defensive player, and I really don't think anything can stop him. Then you got QB coming out of uh, Cincinnati, Desmond Ritter. Some people are talking about him not being it, but that's not in my top five draft picks. I think he, he he's talented. He's probably not one of the best passers, but at least he has experience and he knows what what it's going to be. And then my last pick, everyone's thinking, oh, he's going to be number one, but not mine. He's going to be number five. He's a great player coming out of Michigan, who lost to Georgia, um, by the way. Um, Aiden Hutchinson, who is a monster. He can be so talented that nobody can stop him. He is amazing. I don't think anything can stop him. And now let's head to you for your top five. Uh, um. So while Matt goes quarterback with his first two, I actually am going to go edge rusher with my first two. Aiden Hutchinson, the edge rusher from Michigan, who is – most people are saying, and I agree, he is a Bosa-like player. Um, and I, he's more, I think, in my opinion, he's more of a speed rusher. And I think that he's going to do great things in the NFL. And I have him going at number one. At number two, this guy's probably the most physically gifted player in this draft. The edge rusher out of Oregon, it's Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, he is a great player. He's a decent athlete, but a really well-rounded player when it comes to strength. 
Evan Neal, the offensive tackle coming out of Alabama. When you look at the highlights of games, you never really see anybody break free of this guy. He is a big tackle that nobody can really beat to the quarterback. And uh, number four, it's the quarterback out of LSU, Derek Stingley. There's going to be a couple of good um, LSU corners over the next two years, but it starts with Derek Stingley going at number four. He is a great corner from LSU, makes great plays on the football, and I have him going at number four. And number five, my final pick for today, it's the safety out of Notre Dame, Kyle Hamilton. Not everybody knows about this guy. Some people don't even know who Kyle Hamilton is and think don't even know if he should be a first-round player. Let me tell you this. He is a really good safety, and he definitely needs to go in this top five, in my opinion. Um, but if he does slide to number six or seven and has like Charles Cross or somebody go over him, it is not the end of the world. Jacob? Um, for my top five picks, uh, also number one, pretty obvious, Aiden Hutchinson's definitely going. And people compare him to Nick Boza. Yes, he's definitely a Nick Boza type. And he can really get around the offensive tackles and get to the quarterback really easily. And then also Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon. As you said, Ben, he's another edge rusher that is actually kind of more like Aiden Hutchinson also. So he should also go second. And then you put Kyle Hamilton as fifth. I'm putting him as third. As you said, most people do not expect him to go early in this draft, but I think Kyle Hamilton will go actually third pick in the draft. And then for my fourth pick, Derek Stingley Jr. at LSU. He had an amazing season as cornerback for LSU. He's just a really talented player, and that's why I predict him to go fourth. And then for my fifth and final pick, I pick Evan Neal from Alabama. And when you're watching highlights, like, you don't see, oh, oh, I think Bryce Young, Bryce Young's amazing. But really, he might get sacked more if he didn't have Evan Neal as an offensive tackle. So Evan Neal is actually really helpful to them winning a national championship. And that wraps up my draft. Um, yeah, so for the draft, the more closer it gets, the once we see the combine, all of that, We'll get further into the draft. Yeah. We might change the top five. We'll, maybe we'll do a top ten. A lot of things will change in this draft as we get forward because we haven't even seen the common yet. But then let's do it. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Jump time. time. What do you think is hard to catch the faster you run? I don't know. What? Your breath. Ha ha ha. 
Happy birthday to Dwayne Wade, Drew Brees, Eli Manning, Derek Henry, Jackie Robinson, Nolan Ryan, Albert Pujols, Vince Carter, Hakeem Olajuwon, Muhammad Ali, who's a really good boxer I respect. That's all for today. Special thanks to our parents and all of our listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Please stay safe and healthy.